My dearly beloved in Christ, we know that St. Joseph is a very important saint. In fact, I would say that St. Joseph is greater, higher in heaven, than all saints after only our Blessed Mother. And why did God bestow so many graces upon St. Joseph? Because he was destined to be the foster father of Jesus himself, the Son of God. And therefore, he was the earthly representative of God the Father. And how our Lord and our Blessed Mother revered St. Joseph, seeing in him their superior, the head of the Holy Family, and again the representative of God the Father. But St. Joseph worked hard. He toiled and labored to support the Holy Family, and he was so solicitous to guard and protect our Blessed Mother and the Christ Child. And one wonders why St. Joseph has not been more known. In fact, the main feast of St. Joseph on March the 19th was not observed universally in the church until the 15th century. But it seems that that's not enough because the feast of St. Joseph occurs during the month of March, during the season of Lent, when our celebration is necessarily subdued because of Lent. And so now for over a century, Holy Mother Church has had a second feast of St. Joseph during the Paschal season. It was first established by Pope Pius IX in the 1860s or thereabouts, and it was assigned to the third Sunday after Easter and called the Patronage, the Feast of the Patronage of St. Joseph. Well then, Pope St. Pius X in 1911 reformed the breviary and the missal and moved many of the feasts that were assigned to Sundays to a weekday. And he changed the name of the Feast of the Patronage of St. Joseph to the Solemnity of St. Joseph and assigned it for the third Wednesday after Easter. And then in 1955, His Holiness Pope Pius XII established the Feast of St. Joseph the Worker, or perhaps a better translation of the Latin would be St. Joseph the Artisan or St. Joseph the Craftsman, and assigned it to May the 1st. Now, sadly, there have been some who have even accused Pope Pius XII of somehow catering to communism. Because you know that communists celebrate a big civil holiday on May the 1st. It is their Labor Day. In fact, throughout Europe, May the 1st is Labor Day, whereas ours is on the first Monday of September. But Pope Pius XII, I believe, was very wise. And he took this Feast of St. Joseph in the Paschal season, fixed it on May the 1st, and gave it this character of honoring St. Joseph in his labor. So what was the reason? What, was the, uh, what were the reasons or the thinking of Pope Pius XII in doing this? First of all, to lift up and elevate the dignity of labor. Because labor, toil, is a penance for original sin. And if we fulfill our daily duties in the spirit of penance, we make atonement for our sins and we grow in grace and merit if we fulfill our daily duties with the right intention. 
So not only to teach a proper regard for labor, but also to serve as an antidote to the efforts of communists who throughout the 20th century were trying to get the laboring masses of people, those that they refer to as the proletariat, those who toil in their daily duty at manual labor, and to instill class envy and tell them they should rise up against the wealthier classes and take what is rightfully theirs and so forth. So the communists, again, use labor as a divisive tool to try and pit people against people in the different countries. And so Pope Pius XII was giving St. Joseph as a patron against communism and a special patron saint for fulfilling daily duty. But St. Joseph is also the patron of the church. And the reason is because just as Herod sought to destroy the Christ child and our Lord was rescued by St. Joseph who took the child and his mother and fled into Egypt and guarded very carefully their lives, so also Holy Mother Church today is threatened by its enemies and has been throughout its history, but especially today. And so we appeal to St. Joseph to protect the universal church, to guard over the church. I was saying early, earlier how devotion to St. Joseph was not much known or practiced in the early centuries. And that seems to us surprising. Even this second feast of St. Joseph was not observed until the mid-19th century. And why is that? I believe that part of the reason is the same thing that St. Louis Marie de Montfort says about Our Lady in his book on true devotion. He says, why is it that devotion to our Blessed Mother is not that strong in the early church or not as much is said about her in the scriptures? And he gives two reasons. One, because in her humility... She wanted to remain hidden, and she even prayed to God that the evangelists would not write much of her. And the second reason was that the emphasis in the early centuries had to be on our Lord, our Redeemer. And now that that faith has been established, there is an increase of devotion to Our Lady, and especially in the latter times, an increase of devotion to St. Joseph. How much we need him, both for the protection of Holy Church and in our personal lives. And we look to St. Joseph as a special patron saint in fulfilling our daily duties, reminding ourselves again that daily duty of your work, whatever your work is, can be very sanctifying if you offer it for the right intention. I was saying earlier how work is a penance for original sin. Listen to the words of Almighty God to Adam after, si- after he sinned. Because thou hast hearkened to the voice of thy wife and hast eaten of the tree, whereof I commanded thee that thou shouldst not eat, cursed is the earth in thy work. With labor and toil shalt thou eat thereof all the days of thy life. Thorns and thistles shall it bring forth to thee. In the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread till thou return to the earth out of which thou wast taken. 
So again, reminding us of this fact that our work is a penance to atone for original sin and for our own actual sins. But then we have many quotations in the New Testament about the dignity of labor. St. Paul in particular often encouraged the early Christians to work, to avoid indolence, to avoid idleness, which is, we know, the devil's workshop. Listen to these words of St. Paul to the Ephesians. He that stole, let him now steal no more, but rather let him labor, working with his hand the thing which is good, that he may have something to give to him that suffers need. On another occasion, St. Paul wrote to the Thessalonians. Now, because he had preached about the eventual coming of Antichrist, there were some in Thessalonica who thought that that was just around the corner. And so they thought, well, what's the point of us working? And also in those early Christian communities, oftentimes their goods were held in common. And so there were some indolent individuals who thought, well, then I don't have to work and I can just go and share what is held in common. And so St. Paul corrected this error in the following words. Neither did we eat any man's bread for nothing. But in labor and in toil we worked night and day, lest we should be chargeable to any of you. For also, when we were with you, this we declared to you, that if any man will not work, neither let him eat. For we have heard that there are some among you who, are dis- who walk disorderly, working not at all, but curiously meddling. Now we charge them that are such, and beseech them by the Lord Jesus Christ that working with silence, they would eat their own bread. So again, the necessity of daily duty, fulfilling our work, our daily duty, and doing it in the spirit of penance with the right intention, and thus it can become very sanctifying. St. Paul did that. He prided himself that he was not dependent on the early Christian communities that he visited. He worked as a tent maker. And as he says, labored with his own hands. So we also look to St. Joseph. And we also look to our Lord. Our Lord did not disdain to be called the carpenter's son. So here they use that title, the Pharisees, as a sort of dismissive title. Oh, he's the carpenter's son. Our Lord did not disdain to be called the carpenter's son because our Lord himself worked with his hands. We can just see in our own mind our Lord there in the carpenter's shop working with his foster father, St. Joseph, learning the trade of carpentry and working at that trade. So let us then imitate St. Joseph, fulfill our daily duties, avoid sloth, Practice, rather, diligence. Diligence in fulfilling our daily duties and doing so in a spirit of penance. And by so doing, we will sanctify ourselves and we will heap up merit for heaven. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.